Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. So uh, there was something that Mr. Trudeau said in Parliament this past week, and uh, the ethics shadow minister for the Conservative Party, James Bazan, wrote a letter to the Commissioner of the RCMP, Brenda Lucky, and it reads in part, Dear Commissioner, I'm writing about fresh developments related to the Right Honorable Justin Trudeau's 2016 vacation on a private island in the Bahamas owned by someone who had dealings with the Government of Canada at the time. Yesterday on the floor of the House of Commons, Mr. Trudeau admitted he did not have the consent in writing of the head of his branch of government to accept this very valuable gift. This is a very important revelation, given that you'll recall from paragraph 68 of the analysis performed by the Royal Canadian Mounted Police's Sensitive and International Investigations Unit that the only essential element of the offense of fraud on the government, contrary to Section 121 uh, of the Criminal Code, which would appear in doubt after a prima facie review of the Trudeau report, would be the following. Did Mr. Trudeau have consent in writing of the head of branch of government for whom he worked to accept benefits from the Aga Khan. Well, let's talk to Mr. Bazan about that. James, thank you for coming uh, on the program. Thanks for joining us again. Mr. Trudeau is the head of government. He is, and he had the power to uh, give himself a get-out-of-jail-free card, and he did not. Uh, So as he confirmed on the floor on Tuesday and again on Wednesday uh, during question period, uh, he did not give himself authorization to accept uh, this uh, very valuable gift. And that has completely changed the dynamics. And um, just to back up a bit, you know, we uh, did an access to information request of the RCMP uh, over 13 months ago. And we just received that uh, 500 plus page um, documents back. And in the RCMP's own criminal brief, uh, they were and proved that they actually uh, looked at charging Justin Trudeau with fraud on the government. And when you look at the decision tree, the matrix that's um, part of the analysis of whether or not a fraud was committed, it was yeses all the way down that he did until you get to the point of the decision um, process uh, following, you know, criminal code section 121.1c, is whether or not he had permission to accept the gift. And the RCMP said it is unknown, and because it is unknown, then it becomes uh, uh, a stay of proceedings, or that they decided not to charge him of being guilty of fraud on the government. And that is why when he said that he didn't give himself permission, <clears throat> it changes the matrix to actually go to the final verdict of guilty. And so yeah, that's why it, it, it demands it demands an RCMP uh, further investigation. If the head of government gives himself essentially the permission to benefit uh, from the taxpayers money on a trip to the Bahamas to visit his father's friend, not his friend, uh, as I understand it, at least Ms. Dawson uh, questioned that friendship, family friendship. And then they said the initial cost of the trip was $127,000. Then it turned out to be $215,000 billed to the taxpayer. There's a lot of a lot of loose ends here. 
There is, and that's why we believe this should be investigated further. And that's why, you know, on, on Wednesday morning, I, I sent a letter off to RCMP Commissioner Brenda Lucky and asked her to reopen this investigation. And, you know, there <clears throat> was further revelations uh, this week uh, in the Globe and Mail uh, story uh, that was published yesterday morning. Uh, in their interview with Mary Dawson, who was the ethics commissioner and found Justin Trudeau guilty on four counts uh, under the Conflict of Interest Act and uh, violation of the ethics code that we as members of parliament and as public office holders uh, have, um, is that she was unaware of section 121C of the criminal code. And that is why she didn't refer anything to the RCMP for investigation. And that also pokes another hole in the RCMP's uh, complaint that it's not in the public interest to pursue charges against Justin Trudeau because they felt that if you know, Mary Dawson had been of the opinion there was criminal um, violations here, they would have, she would have referred this to the RCMP and, and did not. So they made a pile of assumptions and we want them now to actually interview Mr. Trudeau as well as staff in the Prime Minister's office uh, to get down to the bottom of this and whether or not charges should be uh, laid and this case ultimately turned over to the Public Prosecutor Service of Canada. Yeah, I'm not questioning the ethics of the former ethics commissioner, Mary Dawson, when I say this. And people will hear the uh, three minutes of the interview, which aired in August of 2020. Um, But Ms. Dawson was very gentle in describing Trudeau's violations of the Conflict of Interest Act. And I don't know if that affected, well, you just said that um, the RCMP were impacted by the decision taken by the then ethics commissioner. So ha- have you heard any anything back from the RCMP commissioner? Do you have any sense of what you're going to receive in reply to your letter? Uh, they have not written back to me yet. They haven't reached out to me. Um, you know, the same thing occurred with my predecessors, both Michael Barrett and Peter Kent, when they were also uh, in the position of shadow minister of, of ethics. Uh, when they put in complaints to both the RCMP and the RCMP Complaints Commissioner, it took, uh, you know, weeks and months to, to hear anything back. Uh, but ultimately, based upon new evidence, uh, there's grounds to reopen this case and to reinvestigate. And we expect the RCMP to do just that. When they want to talk about, you know, what's in public interest, uh, we're talking about the honesty and integrity of the Prime Minister of Canada. And we're also talking about public trust in all federal institutions, the Parliament of Canada being one, the RCMP being the other in this process. And uh, they need to restore that trust and know that Justin Trudeau is not above the law, that he will be held as prime minister to a higher standard, and that the prime minister of this country cannot act with impunity. Mm -hmm. I want to just ask uh, Tom in the studio. Tom, get that Mary Dawson clip ready for now, the three-minute piece. I want you to get that ready now. Don't We're not going to play where we said we would get it ready now. Uh, James, do you, have a, do you have a sense where the Canadians in 2022 believe this case from 2016 is still relevant? I know that the NDP do not, uh, and maybe that's because they have uh, the coalition with the Liberals right now to hold them in power, um, but uh, they're going to be guilty by association if they don't actually respond to this in a positive way and and ensure that there's accountability uh, in Parliament 
And if they want to wait until the RCMP actually reopens the investigation, you know, that's too late because uh, once it starts the investigation, then we can't politically interfere. So at this point in time, you know, uh, until the RCMP makes the decision, I think that there is grounds for committee hearings at either the Justice Committee or at the Ethics Committee uh, in, in the House to undertake studies to look at exactly what happened here okay. and how, you know, this decision uh, was reached without properly uh, having interviews of the ethics commissioner or the prime minister. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend. 